Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and you're a part of these Inspiring Better Business videos and audios. I hope they're helpful to you. And today we're going to talk about finding your calling. And you know, when I say that right away, I've got just to admit up front here, this is going to be a video that's more spiritual. I'm going to talk about God. I'm going to talk about God and His guidance in my life and how to, how to be led by God in certain areas. And uh, so if you're not inclined or in favor of that kind of discussion, you can go ahead and turn this off and just skip to the next one. I'm not uh, trying to cram something down your throat. Uh, we stri strictly prohibit speakers from being preachers on our website. There's other teachings from that. But I will tell you that I'm confident that everything I say and everything that's on our website is consistent with the Word of God. It's just not a preaching session with Scripture and verse for everything we do. So with that said, I'm going to talk about finding your calling. And you know, there's a fine line in this that uh, when we have uh, children, or, or even now my grandchildren, you can start seeing likes and dislikes, skills, and, and maybe some things that they're good at, or some things they don't like to do. I, I happen to be an engineer. My oldest son's an engineer. His son is an engineer. He's only when he was like two and three years old. You could just see it in him. He's thinking like an engineer. That's up to him to find how God has called him, what God has called him to do. Now, inside that, we have certain people that are called to be all kinds of professions. The gift of administration, the gift of, of construction. The temple of, in the Old Testament was built with craftsmen that were gifted and anointed to work with steel and metal and cloth. Uh, the, the, the name, I looked it up, was called Malacca. That's the craftsman. That's a Hebrew word for someone that's skilled in everything from uh, ladies that do seamstress work because they built the temple. So there's callings and giftings. So I'm going to move right into the calling of a business owner. I'm called, I know I'm called to be a business owner. And I will tell you that uh, I didn't start out that way. I needed to grow up. I needed to grow up into some basic things of just life. So after graduating from engineering school, uh, four, four and a half years to get through school, I worked for the big oil company for about nine and a half years. It's what I needed. It's where I started my developing some basic skill sets of working with people and being a team player and managing people, dealing with conflict, dealing with my own growth in as a, as a, as a adult. And so then at the point that I moved on from that, I went and got some more detailed Bible training for two years. And that's when I started my business career, my life as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. And I will tell you in this process, there's people that that look at God, and I'm talking about the business world, and I know some of them, I, I don't have always ability to talk into their life, and I believe God will uh, maybe use me to, through this teaching, I don't know, but basically, they've kind of got God as their partner, as their co-pilot, as their helper, not in a good way, it's kind of like they've got God only if I need them, I'll do it my own way, but if I need you, God, I need you to be there, so I might even pay my tithes, I might even go to church, but, you know, I'm going to do my own thing, my own way, but if I need you, I sure you need to be there, and I kind of expect you to show up. One person called it, it's the spare tire mentality, that you're driving down the highway, your car, you don't need a spare tire unless you have a flat. But boy, when you have a flat, boy, the last time I had a flat, I had to figure out how to get the jack out, I had to get the tire out, I had to, well, I've done this, but it's been a long time, because I didn't need the jack for very long. Now, 
God is not our spare tire. He wants to be involved with us from day one on a daily, regular basis. And he may take you a different path than what you thought you ought to go. I want to go right to the top. I know some people, boy, they want to go right to the top. They want to own a $20 million business right now, real quick, real fast. Probably it's not going to work that way. What I saw God in the Old Testament and the New Testament, a lot of times he takes us through a period of time that he asks us to do something what isn't that that favorable? Isn't that uh, stylish? It's not prestigious to do some things that God asks you to do. He's looking for obedience. He's not looking for you to take him along as the spare tire. He's looking to see whether you're going to be willing to continually look to him and take you, he might take you through the mud just a little bit, just to see what happens. I know a situation where a young couple was about to get married or thinking about getting married and, and you know, this world of, uh, 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 of some TV reality shows, that's not real. You, you want to see your spouse in a pretty negative situation not as not they're not negative, but in a in an awkward or or, or or a situation where things aren't rosy, and see how this is really going to work out before you get married. There's a little marriage advice to you, but basically God took and takes us through things that we don't really necessarily thinks uh, that cool. Let me give you my examples, okay? I graduated from a very uh, well-known engineering school. I'm working for a big oil company. And I feel God's leading that I should give up that job and go to Bible school. Now, I gave up the job for just a leave of absence for nine months, but I never went back. But I gave up the job thinking I'm going to have a new job in my new city because I've got ten, ten, almost 10 years experience. I've got a nice degree from a major company, a major university. But I get there, there's no job. What am I going to do? I had to humble myself and load furniture. I'm talking a sofa, a chair, the, the dirty mattresses, uh, pack stuff out of... Anybody can do that. And I felt very, very inferior at that point. I'll be honest with you, the first uh, 30, 40 business jobs that I moved, I'm moving these people. And I, I wanted to remind them, hey, I'm just, I'm willing to do this. I'm really an engineer. I'm really a high paid, I'm really an important person. They didn't want to hear that. They just wanted their furniture moved. So I just shut up from there. I, I, there's people that still don't know that I'm an engineer because I just don't talk about it. That took me through, and I can't believe, 17 years of humbling myself, uh, balancing a tough budget, making ends meet, working with uh, uh, not never at one time, but always about seven, 75 employees. But over a period of, of the years, I had 750 different employees. I had people that embezzled from me. I had people that didn't show up at time for work. I had people that, that, that cheated me. I had customers that didn't, didn't pay me, didn't want to pay me, never planned to pay me. I, you, I had to be a truck driver. I'm currently a truck driver. I, that's not, those are not bad occupations, but compared to me and what I thought I could be as a successful engineer in a, as a, as in a big oil company, I humbled myself. I just said, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm going to make this work. I'm not backing off. And that's where I learned my skills. It was there that I learned my business skills to own and buy, really buy a company of this size, a uh, very larger, much larger business, and manage a company that, and own and manage a company with 60 employees. That God took me through that. Now, he's not necessarily going to take you through all that. He might take you a different route. But is God 
your spare tire, you pull him out when you need him? Or is he actually your headlight? Is he the light that you're following, willing to do thick and thin, good or bad, uh, prestigious, not prestigious, whether I want to or not, day or night? I work sometimes, uh, I work sometimes 80, 85 hours a week. That's possible. There's only 168 hours, so I only slept a little bit. But I had to because I had to get something done. Now, I'm not doing that now, I'll tell you, but I, I do know what it's like. So I hope this helps you. I hope you'll make God the light unto your path, the headlight ahead of you. You join up with him. Don't ask him to join up with you. Thanks. Thank you for listening. I hope this is helpful to you. I sure hope I can reach out to you on a personal basis as well. Thank you.